Dog It Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. episode of our casting of pods, an episode about the hit PBS sitcom, <laughs> Dalton Abbey, we'd stay on task the entire two hours, all we talk about is this one show, we do not get sidetracked as we all want to do with superheroes and space wizards. <laughs> You notice how these three young men love space wizards and superheroes so much. Caped Crusaders. Caped Crusaders! Fighting for justice. They love justice. Yeah. They love a good rebellion, these three. Anyway. Welcome to the Downton Abbey episode. Welcome to the Downton Abbey episode of Dogged Club. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us fiving of stars and a good review. And follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash dogitclub. Time for tea. Oh, I like. <laughs> wish I had a great, a good British accent that I could do, but I don't. Don't, don't so. you worry your little pea brain about it. I will take care of that in spades, dear boy. Because there is a lot of that. Oh, I feel very proper all of a sudden. <laughs> and I the feel, music matches it. <laughs> I feel like I have on no less than five or six layers of unnecessary clothing. <laughs> proper? Uh, am I correct in saying that this the show we're going to talk about takes place right before World War II? Or right before World okay. War I? All right. So we're doing Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey? That's right. We're cultured as fuck. Uh, I have watched Downton Abbey. I Evan haven't watched it. Justin hasn't watched it. This is our first experiment yeah. in uh, some of the shows on our uh, spreadsheet that only one of us have watched. And there are some of those for each of us. So we figured we'd figure out how to it's structure that episode. It's very dramatic music. I love it. It's a very dramatic show. It's a... Okay, 
So what do y'all, before we go on, I want to ask Evan and Justin, who have not seen the show, what, is, what do y'all think Downton Abbey is about? I know exactly what it's about. Uh, my ex-wife is a giant Anglophile, and I'm a, I'm, I mean, to be fair, I'm also a pretty big Anglophile of my Python, love all Doctor Who, love British stuff. It's a it's a show about the, you know, uh, like I was saying, is this before World War One or World War Two? That's the only part I forgot. It's in a period, and I'm thinking it's before World War One. Taylor? I want to hear y'all's impressions, blank slate, like what, without well, me telling you. it's a show about, about the proper class of, you know, English, an English household, a big English household that has a staff, and then the lives... And the differences yeah. in the lives between the people who live in the house, the these people, and the ones that are more like, oh, Martha, come on, let's okay, yeah, get that's the slop good. from his buggery upstairs. You know, like it's it's a and the the butlers and the uh, Mister Mister. Well, the butler butler is a pretty high position. It turns I am, out uh, I'm the man that did in between these. I'm uh, the right hand of the Lord, sir. Like it's it's a type of English life that was destroyed by. You know, like World War Two, England was decimated. But you know, and so you had a lot of these big houses that they turned them into. Okay, you know how The Sopranos is sort of like how you watch at the end of the line for the idea of the mafia, kind of how the mafia is on a downhill slope because yeah. the FBI is all over them and breaking up families. Yeah, this is the de- this, this is the, is the same thing. Sort of society. Yes, this is the you watch during this show. Major changes in society in in like, England like you, and you how had these big families, these big rich families uh, that were old money and had these big estates, and then like World War Two, right? Is it the World War? It's no, right no, before World uh, War Two. You had them like no, no. It's before World War One, and before, it's so it's and and actually, this is part of what I was going to tell y'all. Died, the tone were wiped out. The tone of the show is not what you probably would have would think it to be because if you're thinking well, Jane Austen. You get some of that tone of Jane Austen, but it's sprinkled in with, guess who just fucking died all of a sudden? Yeah, or it's, guess it's, what? World War One, little minor spoiler alert, but World War One takes place during the during the show. So I you, think you it see, starts like, season how two. How these families were ruined by the by. It had a profound effect on them, obviously. Yeah, I, I was looking and around at, the community. I, you know, well, usually when we're leading up to talking about a show, well, like. Use gifs, gifs, whatever you want to call them, in text messages from that show, and so I was kind of looking, looking through them, like, and some of the the subtitles on the on the gifs were like, I don't think they would have said that back then. I think they kind of throw in a little lingo. Well, but the only like place English, the show could have existed English, is PBS, but they British it up. You know what I mean? Oh they, yeah, they British up the today's lingo and and throw it back and and uh, it's a very th- unique show in in terms of tone and in terms of its fan base and how big it got and 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 it was just it's just a real it's it's one of those shows where if you know somebody like I, i'm probably gonna watch it because i like characters i don't care what setting they're in i'll get i'll gather what the setting is and I this like is a great show for characters, characters. they what, do a great job i mean part of the reason why i recommend the show is because there's so many interesting characters, so many good characters, so uh, so much great acting. I mean, this is not hit it out of the park type acting we're talking about in this show. They do a great job, and it's the perfect. It, it, you go in. I went into it thinking, oh, this is just happy Jane Austen. You know, nothing oh, bad's Mr. gonna Dawson. happen. Oh, but it's Dawson. not like it's not exactly what you think. Oh. In fact, a lot of show, a lot of parts of the shows in certain seasons are dark. They're dark. Well, I can imagine if it's, it's dealing with like this country that all of their, you know, England was 
stuffy and very they had this upper class that was the upper class of upper class like pseudo royalty type people people with such old money and old lands right you know lots and, of old money and they've never in and in modern times hadn't really faced anything and all of a sudden world war one happened and all of these young men were sent off to fight usually you know you see it with the queen's grandsons right now they're both serving the military that's just a thing you know, they, they back then, people from big, f- fancy families, they went off to fight in the war. They didn't realize that World War One was going to be like a well before a, nat- a, a generation-slaughtering world r- war. Right. And so you were left with this England that was just gutted. Like, all of these, this, these young men all died, and you had these big, empty houses. And it's about... And that kind of ended that lifestyle. To so answer your question, though, what I thought the show was about before I knew... Because I don't know anything about it. And I hadn't really looked into it because it's... Uh, it's not really my style, like period pieces. I don't, I don't watch a lot of them. Uh, is uh, you th- watch Vikings though? Well, okay, period pe- pieces in England, like modern period. the Queen, you know, Queen Elizabeth and Pride and Prejudice. Wouldn't, and won't be watching things. the Crown, uh, yeah. On Netflix? yeah. But uh, <laughs> what's funny I won't, is e- this I won't is the either. By the way, no, look, I assumed what it was was not necessarily next in line to be king or queen, but maybe like. 36 or 37 in line, people. you know what I mean? Like, royal, they're, but not... Right, that's what it is, but they're not trying to climb the ladder. They're, their whole lifestyle is falling like apart. It's not like, England that it's have not like, like the House of Cards of, of old England. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that dark, but I mean, it, it's basically... Definitely feels very authentic, uh, the time period, the servants and how they have to live and all the hardships they go What's through. What's funny is this, this time uh, period is the setup for so many different episodes of certain shows and movies. Like any show or movie where there's a big, empty English mansion. It's like, oh, Miss Coventry used to live there with a family, but a boy's died in the war. Like like any Doctor Who episode with a big-ass empty house. Like any, any like I'm trying to think of a good example. But you know what I'm talking about, where it's like, and you're like, who lived in this giant house? Probably right. people like this fairly recently, like the 20s, 30s. And like. the argument, I mean, there's a good argument I think someone could make that the main character in Downton Abbey is Downton Abbey. Not like you don't make the mistake if you watch this show that it's all about the lords and ladies. It's it, about the it's way about that the, the, the this, whole this lifestyle, lifestyle from the top and the bottom. Yeah. You see what the servants do. Hell, being a butler was a fucking great job, well, by yeah, the way. It, well, that was you were the, fucking well, really kind of like the same they thing were between, with, with they the, were between. the wire. You saw like the street level, and then you saw the cops. And yeah, like, Downton right. Abbey. From what little tiny amounts I've watched, like it, it's you know it'll cut from the, all the the flitter flutter and so at some you know garden party or in a in a in a room right. where like oh, did we hear what was Coventry and who we and and you see like the serving girl walk by like oh my and they'll go then it'll follow her downstairs and she'll be like that's what I heard the lady was saying and then they but all the while in between all of this pitter patter and character building it you're just you're watching a lifestyle that doesn't exist anymore a, mm-hmm. a household of a family that follows a social schedule and of parties makes no sense it makes no, no, no economic no, sense no how economic, they were living. You, it's no giant surprise that this way of life doesn't exist anymore because right. it's 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 like you watch it the show does a great job of showing the pressure the show also another mistake people would probably make going into it is assuming that all of the good people, all of the daughters, don't assume they're all angels. This show is more authentic in that 
<laughs> they like imagine, are not necessarily all good. Imagine uh, not, not, not some of them are gray. It's weird. Well, the pre- like you just said, the pressure. Like uh, not only inheriting a family business, but if the family business was just your entire life and everything you did every hour and every minute, and it was fully expected of you to be like, "Well, son, you're going to be the lord of Coventry Manor," and it's like, "But what if I don't want to?" Well, you're going to. <laughs> That's just what you do. It's next. what you do. You're going to have these same shitty parties, and then oh, what's that? A wor- what's a world war? A world war? That's a silly thing. What's that whistling noise? Like, and you can't marry just anyone. Yeah, you have to marry that one. You know, <laughs> and I have to say, Maggie Smith. Well, you know, she, she's in it, and she does a fantastic job. She's, no she's, super big, she's big surprise good there. And everything. You've yes. seen the memes, though, of her do, of flipping the finger and the fancy. That's from Down. I think even Down Abbey was so is so popular, or was at a certain point so popular. Late two thousands was a big deal. That, then. Yeah, it was like it. It was one of those it things that you culture. knew about, and the yeah, the memes and the pop culture was was getting to your face, even if you weren't trying. That's when you know something's really fucking. But that's what I'm saying. The memes like. You see things that are relevant now yeah. in a show that's set back in the teens and twenties. You know, they even have a gay guy in the show that's having to deal with being gay in that yeah. society, which was <laughs> well, there's a, I, not I the knew, most friendly thing in the right. world. Right? Before I even knew anybody that told me I needed, wa- I mean, I immediately heard it, the chatter from my ex-wife. I, when did this come out? Uh, let's see, 2010 to 2015. Yeah. I thought it was earlier than that. I, I thought it was earlier than that too. But like, no, that, I've I've I've. I heard mean, it's the 2018 chatter. now, guys. No, I know, like. but I still was thinking it was like 2008. It was. It started, it's. It, I I knew that. I, I started hearing about it. The fact that it wasn't just your run of the mill PBS period. No, it's thing. not. It's really not. That You're it making was, a mistake. It was, the fact that it was out there, I was like, all right, well, that's obviously something different. That it was I, really that on I PBS. Needed, that I, well, PBS brings over shit from. Uh, uh, B- it, it was, was on, on PBS, it was on B- and it, it, that's it what's so B- shocking. But it was on BBC originally, it. right? It was a British show on BBC. I thought it was PBS. Maybe it was. Yeah, originally like, BBC, but P- PBS, PBS has, broadcasted it over PBS here. PBS over the decades has brought has had a working relationship with British television to bring a lot of stuff over. Well, with BBC like, in particular, right? Didn't we see Benny Hill on PBS? Yeah, Benny Hill. It's like BBC. Uh, a lot of cooking Mr. shows. Bean. Mr. Bean. Right. Monty Python. Yeah. Exactly. Doctor Who. Like, all of that For stuff. For whatever reason, PBS is a really, and NPR to an extent, has this relationship oh, wow. with BBC. You mean a governmentally funded thing is a super positive deal that everyone listen, should support and love because you, it's great? If you listen to NPR, like, around 11 p.m. on a weekday, a lot of the times it's BBC. Yeah. Live. Yeah. It's almost like NPR and public broadcasting on television is like this wholly positive effect thing on on society that we that that you can literally if you have a negative opinion of you're almost like an like an asshole. <laughs> okay, so I want to huh. go I want to try to convince y'all huh. in the audience. I want to So, you think huh. it's just a silly little show, Justin? I didn't say that. No, I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> But you do think it's just a period drama you probably wouldn't like. Right. Okay. So a lot of people probably feel the same way. I definitely felt the same way. I'm willing to give it a shot because I actually I don't mind I, some of the I Jane Austen a, stuff out there. Before, before I love you, a good period drama. Before you tell us the next part of what you're going to say, <laughs> what led you to watch Downton Abbey? <laughs> My girlfriend. Okay. 
I just I wanted to I wanted to. Be, uh. Uh, no, but I, I honestly like. But again, I like I've watched. I watched while I, while I was married. I probably watched the Kira Knightley. Yeah, the, the uh, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Eleven times, and the tutors. You watched the tutors, and and I and the two. Okay, the tutors is a fucking cool show. In the <laughs> in the vein of kind of not not as bloody, obviously, but it's a Vikingsy watchable history based. Yeah, I've heard yeah. good things. Fucking Reese, what's that? The guy that built it, that very Jonathan Reese Myers. Jonathan Reese Myers is very intense and everything, and he's in he's in Vikings now. And guess what? He plays a really intense Catholic guy. Yeah, you know, he just hello there. It, Tudors is great. I, but, lo- um, I love how on Downton they have um, this um, one of the under butlers and then this woman, the servant of Lady Grantham or whatever. Um, she, uh, uh, They're both like evil. And, and every scene like in the first season where they show them conspiring and thinking of, you know, shenanigans, whatever they're going to be doing, they're always smoking. <laughs> and I'm like... This is so ridiculous. Every time we see them, they're literally, sm- they're just, you know, cigarette scene. And they that portrayal of the bad guy <laughs> doing stuff while smoking is just really prominent with that. There um, is. But anyway, I was going to say that. So if you want to, it's just, it'll capture you it, probably by the third or fourth episode. If it doesn't by then, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, because I think for me, I got intrigued with some of the characters right yeah. away. You forget almost that you're in this time period. You're just interested in what Mary's going to do next yeah, or well, what. That's kind of how it felt going into Mad Men. Like the characters just grab you. Right. And so I feel like this would probably be the same way. This doesn't grab you as well as Mad Men. I'll say that because Mad Men, in my opinion, is one of the most powerful grabs right. in characters ever. But it is up there. It does grab you. A lot of the characters are pretty damn interesting. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. It's refreshing to see the servants get so much screen time because you don't get that in typical stories in this time period. Ah, I was, I was just quiet for a minute because I was looking something up. If you wanted a smaller bite of kind of this same time period, like in a movie instead of a big giant TV show, there's a movie called Gosford Park starring Helen Mirren. It's the same sort of deal. Downstairs folks auto with the monsters. <laughs> and I think it's a murder mystery. I, I'm, I'm delving back into the things I watched with Katie, <laughs> and that was one of them. It's the same exact thing with Helen Mirren playing the like lead house the keeper. Woman. I remember the episode of Doctor Who with Agatha Christie. Same. It reminds me of that like that household. 1930s kind of. riding high, like what could go wrong, everyone? Everything's so great. Everyone's rich. What's that? What's those whistling noises? Bombs? Oh no! This <laughs> is bad. And then oh, we got through that. Phew! All right, let's start. De- What's that? Another one? Son of a bitch! Like England got solid fucked. They well, ha- they had a transformative number of decades that w- took them from one type of English person to different types of English people. Like that, that- it was a radical time of change for sure. Um, this show ends before World War Two, though. By the way. Um, yeah, I was. But, I knew uh, it took place in like World War One or World War Two. I couldn't remember which one. It was rich people whose lives got way interrupted by war. <laughs> but I mean, a thing to remember: you get into the characters. The acting is well done. The writing is generally really well done. Um, I do have some complaints towards the end. I think. I think there was some well, misdirection were, or not sure. They probably should have popular mm, I'm yeah. a very popular show that they were just like come on a little bit longer no okay right yeah there was a little bit i did feel there was a little bit of that but that 
Yeah, overall, dude. should have gone out on a, how many how many seasons? It, of it, was it wasn't there? that many. Like there five? was fifty fifty two episodes. Eh, so so five seasons. It, it, it's good, a good dude. amount. It was just is mainly I I just the writing wasn't perfect. I mean, fifty two episodes. That's a pretty easy watch, honestly, compared to some of the things we're oh, no, currently it's, watching. It's not bad. Yeah. If you just um, needed a different something different. To, it's well worth your time. Yeah, you you probably would start watching it and not stop till you finished it. Um is my guess with you two. Uh, just because the characters will grab you. But I can also imagine that, because I have this problem with the British type stuff. Certain people are not going to like this. Because it's very British. Because it's very British and it's very... Um, it's the pro- you had part of that problem with Doctor Who. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have a lot of problems with British shows. As, as, I do too. I have- as culturally similar... As England is, and as and as surface value, you go ah, it's just like something from Canada, you know. But it's it's not. There it is. The sensibility is different. The humor is different. Like the, the, everyone's like, okay. Whenever I got into IT, like real, you know, as a career, people were like, you need to watch the IT crowd. You need to watch the IT crowd. You watch IT crowd. You need to watch the IT crowd. And I watch it like a few episodes, and I'm like, it's way too British. <laughs> it's oh that I don't understand. <laughs> Like it's it's so British. <laughs> like, what am I trying to think? Like, of? I understood the uh, jokes, but I'm just like, this is like in the way Mr. Bean is real fucking British. Yeah, like the way Monty Python is soon. And I never got into Monty British. Python either. It's just even some... the Princess Bride is kind of it... tough for me to watch because it's very British. See, with me though, like if if like if somebody point blank asks you the question, "What country would you want to live in if you could not live in the United States?" Canada. Canada. <laughs> England. And I know Canada's more liberal. It would probably fit me. I love England. Yeah. I love England. I love London. Canada. I love England. <laughs> I would England it up. Like, I I just, something about, I'd be that asshole that would adopt the, the accent living over there. Yeah. Like, I. What is it, Ivy? Do you want to talk on the podcast? So, so a little. Oh, go ahead, Justin. I was going to ask you what your rating is. <clears throat> okay. So, so you've talked up this show. We should super watch it, right? It is it is thumbs up from Taylor. Hey, you guys, <laughs> you should you should not mark it red. You should totally watch this show and uh, give form yes. an opinion of it. Yes, yes, you should. So you're watch so Reg- you're either it. so you're either staying the same or boosting that that score. <laughs> no, up, no, right? no, 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 <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Now we're, this uh, is the first question. Just what is your rating and why? Okay, my rating is currently at an eight point oh one. Uh, it's rated that way because um, when I first rated it, and I think that was actually a second rating, uh, there was a little bit of a, you know, y'all know the lag effect. The, the high. The high. Like the, the part There's right after you finish a show. Still on there. Right after you finish a show, it's kind of like you're it's in a It's almost hun- a nine, in, you guys. It's almost a nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a honeymoon phase where yeah. the, the And then you look at high. it maybe even almost, I would say it takes about six, three to six months, and then you look at it and go... I need to think. Yeah, that needs to be adjusted. That needs to be brought down. Just it, right. You know what's the one show it constantly happens with me with? It's Breaking Bad, and I don't know why. Every time, <laughs> yeah. I, every time I see what I have Breaking Bad rated as, I'm like, that needs to. That, that needs could to be bad. like point one or point two lower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, I love Breaking Bad. I have I have Heisenberg Funko Pop. Yeah. I just I just now why is Downton an eight point oh one and not a nine point five? I think there is a lot to be said about my show where not much happens. <laughs> 
There's more that you're right. There's more that <laughs> you're right to to a large degree, but because they, you know why? Because that's a show, lot of British stuff. Not a lot happens they, in British TV. More stuff happens in this British TV show than any other British TV show I've ever seen. Yeah, from a standpoint of people. Well, from the standpoint of where people are dying, main characters die. Uh, characters you've been atta- gotten attached to, they just fucking die. Yeah. Uh, then you got you got a war in the middle of the show. Uh, changes a lot of the things. Things get different, and you have accidents and the environments changing around them, becoming more, um, more markety, more capitalistic. Mm-hmm. And this old lordship crap doesn't make sense anymore because <laughs> you can't make these manners profitable anymore in the in a market economy. Yeah. It's not working. So they are sto- slowly downsizing as the show goes on and having to make all these tough decisions. I'm, and I'm assuming it's more story-driven than action, same as Mad Men, right? It's, it's definitely... Oh, yes, yes. It's more about the lives of the people. Yeah. It's a drama. Yeah. I mean, it's a period drama. I'm not trying to deny that. I'm just saying it, it doesn't... Uh, it's not always a happy ending right. for every character, um, unlike a lot of Jane Austen stuff. Well, I take that back. Some Jane Austen characters get get shafted a little bit but this really some of the characters get shafted okay. that don't deserve it what are you uh, when you say jane austen i mean i'm she an author I, I don't know she yeah jane austen is an author she did uh pride and prejudice emma all those kind of british romance period yeah. drama type stuff she wrote all these books that were super big deal um they for all a take lot of par- people. place generally in this kind of this or a little bit before this right where, you know, like, young ladies would have to ask their father, men would have to ask their father if they can take them on a courtship and all that very, right. like, restrained, blouse-clutching yeah. romance that, 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 like, the big culmination is they, they kiss. You know, <laughs> like, like it's, it's... They kiss and get married at the end, stuff like that. And basically, it's a, sometimes in Pride and Prejudice, it's a rich guy getting with a, a yeah, lower middle lots class. Of lo- yeah, know, and lots of misunderstandings. Super rich. Lots like of misunderstandings Lord. and th- and social mores that you not a if you're not a, a, like don't know much better going. Why is that a big deal that that, that guy wants to take that chick? What's <laughs> yeah. going on? Like it's it's a lot of that, but it's but they show it. and It's interesting to see it to an extent. The Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. I like that movie. I don't know if it's just by osmosis, but I like that movie. It's calm, and the end inevitably makes you go, "Oh man!" I could watch Kira Knightley all day. That's a good. You should watch Pride and Prejudice then in that movie. Good stuff. She's wet in that movie. (laughs) She gets wet. I've actually, Evan, have you gone as far as to watch the Pride and Prejudice mini series from A and E? I have. Do you know who I was married to for (laughs) okay a decade? (laughs) I watched that when I was. If it was British. And took place before <laughs> 1950. Yeah, my ex-wife seen. was all over that shit. <laughs> like when I told her we were going to talk about Doubt and Ab, like she could it one in one ear and out the other when it comes to the podcast stuff. If I'm hanging out with her generally, she's like, "Oh, that's nice that y'all are having a lot of fun." But I was like, "We're going to talk about Doubt and Abby." She's like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> well, <laughs> so and a lot, a lot of my rating is is okay. Part of the reason why it's not in the nines, also, I wanted to say, is because. The later seasons, I kind of alluded to it, but I felt the writing got a little bit rocky at times to where they didn't know exactly how they wanted to end it, especially with the arguably the main character, Mary. Um, I thought they waffled and 
<laughs> they eventually came to a decision, but I felt this was ridiculously drawn out okay, in some ways. So, so you've said why it's why it's not in the nines. Why is it yeah. not in the sixes or sevens currently? Oh, currently? Well, because part of this was an afterglow rating. Yeah. Uh, the other reason is because it executed on every front just almost to, perfectly. Did we describe that on the podcast? But we're talking about when we say after we we just said we said that on the yeah. on mic right over just now. I, sometimes I forget what we talked about before and <laughs> after we started recording. Interesting, but the yeah yeah. So it deserves a lot of credit. Acting, writing, period drama, unexpected events keeps you interested. Great characters, um, good writing. Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Right, well, I mean, come I, on. I won't ask you the question. Mr. What's Potter. Your, well, no, I will. Okay, what's your favorite character? Who's your favorite character? Oh, I... Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. Miss Lord Devonshire. I would say... Um, Lord Feathington. Butler Jimmerson. It may be Maggie Smith's character, because she really steals a lot of scenes for me. But it also... I liked a lot of the characters. That's Lady the problem. Penny Feather. Part of the problem is, is I liked so many of the characters <laughs> from uh, the Devonshire Penny Feathers. My father was not Mary, not not believe it, not Lady Mary. Whoever, uh, Katie, not La- Lady Mary. I'm not a mm. not big on on Lady Mary. I liked uh, the Butler Thomas. Um, Thomas. He's the gay. He's the gay mm. Butler, and he does some stuff Thomas that's malicious. <laughs> he's this. <laughs> He does some stuff that's really malicious, but he also um, Ooh, really mean. interesting. So he's like probably my Don- John Doggett or something. And Troublemaker. character is my favorite. But yeah. What was your favorite thing about it? Favorite thing about it would be they made an English show about that time period interesting for me. Yeah. Nothing's ever done that before. I usually would just flip the TV off. And by the way, Yes, it's true that my girlfriend Stephanie introduced me to the show, but I I can man. we have veto power That's what okay? relationships in our are relationship. For, man. You can watch a few and be like, okay, I don't like this. I could tell her, look, <laughs> on your own time, go right for it. But I didn't. I I I wanted to watch it. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to see what it was there's, all about. There's love, man. You share <laughs> stuff with one another. <laughs> a little bit of her sauce mixed with a little bit of yours and come together and form something great and it's hard if you look at the show yeah. and you watch it you would have a hard time objectively picking it apart yeah really and then on top of that it's just interesting um i mean i think yeah uh, we've talked about what you don't like about it so i don't have to ask that question so do you want to change your rating you're gonna drop it aren't you I am going to, so I am going to drop the rating, but I'm not going to drop it below we, a seven. Okay. I so propose we, we, we find well, before is, next time. This a, is your list right here. A siren sound effect we can play when we're going to drop a rating. <laughs> or the price. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just record that. Go to the play it every time. <laughs> and then like a, like a heavenly choir when we're going to raise it. And maybe just a guy going, hello, when we're just going to oh, leave it. We could do like a, the price is right. Pom, 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 pom. Usually with a show that's in the eights for me, that means that I have, uh, I kind of like. You love it. Pretty much I can say I love that show. Yeah. And I might I might not love every part of it, but I I, I can say it's factually. As yeah, I, I, I love that show. And with Downton Abbey, I can't say that. So you love it's Lost. A, it's a good show. You love Lost. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lost is a seven. 
No, no, no. This is eight or bl- eight or above. Oh, okay, okay. Set in the so the sevens for me in the sevens for all of us. I think we've said means we recommend watching the show. Yeah, watch this. The sevens also mean to me that it's a very good show. Very good show. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell you to watch a show unless it was a very good when show. When you get into upper eights, nines, if somebody doesn't like it, you're you. It's like you. You have to be like, now listen. If you don't like this, I, I'm gonna be a little hurt. Right. Because it's something I love. Like because it means something. To you, you. The fact you could not get through Doctor Who is going to be something that haunts me a hey. little. A little bit. Hey, people! Not everybody's going to agree. We, we got some weird shows on in our top it's true. tier, and it's I'm true. not going to expect everybody to watch Twin Peaks, Mad Men, and Twin Peaks, and yeah. all these other. These are niche. Some I of this know, stuff man. is very I niche. Would, I would que- Mad Men. I would question anyone who doesn't like Mad Men. <laughs> My girlfriend. You got me because Dad. because because for a woman to watch Mad Men, you are constantly seeing I, women persecuted constantly. I, I yes, but if you, it's like. It also oh has my, uncomfortable themes of it? cancer, death, uh, nihilism, but when it, infidel, hold on, hold on, infidelity. Let me address the one thing, the one <laughs> thing, I because I've heard it from multiple people. I don't like it because, like my mom, but she finally started watching it and realized, oh, there's like payoff to the misogyny. Every, there what is. Are the, when it comes to, to Christina Hendricks' character, when it comes to, to, to Peggy, they all have a triumphant... They March, do marching down the hall. And I love Dolly that. Parton and and, and like they they stomp out and have a mo- like. Okay, you, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to have a good? Do you want a good representation of a woman in that time period overcoming, or do you want to ignore it and pretend like it never happened? I, this is as good. Mad Men is I, as good <laughs> as it fucking gets as far as representing. I agree. Women in a positive light, strong, opinionated women that conquered the '60s and went on to success. If you can't watch that, what the what the fuck are we doing? No. But 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 here's the problem. If that's fine, and I think most people would agree with that. But if the characters don't grab you, yeah, then I, they don't grab you. Yeah. And let's face it, Mad Men was what being watched by like 2.3 or 2.5 million people. That's a huge. That's a niche show. Don't pretend like Mad Men that is. Show, that show most people I know other people besides Stephanie that do not Liz- that can't get into it. And if you really think about all the stuff in the show, and I watched it last not too I too long this. ago. I oh, I love it. Love I'm not adjusting. What is my rating for Mad Men? Oh, nine point eight. Well, for all of us, where you have nine. I have, and I stand by nine point eight. I just rewatched it's, the show a few months ago. It's the best show. It's the best. It's the best show. It's the best show. It connects with me. I. It makes me feel. It's number so one. Many it's emotions. It number one. It's number one. And and Game of Thrones is number two. Yep. I'm curious to see after Game of Thrones concludes if we're going to have that same. Like opinion. I don't know if I'm. I wouldn't be comfortable grading Game of Thrones at the end. Because of the afterglow, I would have to wait six months and be like, "Okay, we can, it'd be fun it. to rate it with the afterglow and then go back because it always makes for good conversation." <laughs> yeah, and I have a funny feeling. But, I, I, and I'll say this now: you can mark it on your calendars. I think <laughs> the afterglow. I think Game of Thrones is going to end so great. I think it's go. They're gonna they're gonna slay it so hard. The afterglow rating of Game of Thrones is going to be is going to be a ten, and no, we're going to and we're going to or at least a nine point nine nine nine, and it's and it's and and it it won't go down because don't, don't bang the table. <laughs> no, that's how emphatic <laughs> I feel about happen, this. Guys. I'm going to do it one more time. <laughs> Great. So Great. emphatic. Uh, anyway, I mean, I know we're talking about Downton Abbey, but going back to Mad Men because. I did have a girl tell me that she couldn't watch it because of all the misogyny. And I was like, 
if that is your reason for stopping watching Mad Men, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I agree. But because holy shit, like, but that, that isn't the only I reason want, for. Stephanie. I want a no. poster. Yeah. I want a poster of Peggy but, with her box of shit wearing that coat with a cigarette in her lips, wearing sunglasses, marching that down that hallway. I want a, that poster. I'm telling everyone. That's how impactful if, and awesome if, that moment is. Whoever's listening, if that is your problem with the show, and you stopped watching for that reason. Go back, pick it up again, and watch it. I would also, I want to add one quick thing about Mad Men too. Um, while we're, t- I don't know why we're talking so in depth about <laughs> Mad Men, but don't if you try to watch it and even it's hard to get through. There is major payoff in the last season. Yeah, and I will also say in defense of Pete Campbell's character, he seems like a douche up and for like most he's of the good, show. But man. the last season of he's Pete, a good man. Suddenly, it's my a, opinion of Pete is so much higher after yeah. that last season. It's a you show like about growth, people. Yeah, it's you, a show about how people can change and get worse and then get better and still feel good. It's a great show about good but, human feelings. But a lot of that stuff doesn't, you know, I rewatched it recently, and a lot of that stuff, you don't get that if payoff till show, the last season. Right. You have to wait till the last seasons to sit to say. <sighs> if it, finally here's the oh thing. my if god if it was a finally. modern show you know if it was a modern show that glorified if it glorified misogyny without context this is a historic show a historical show that's taking a slice of how it actually was do you want to whitewash it do you want to say that the 60s didn't have that in it no i don't I, think you know, i don't like, think people are saying that i think people some people are just saying that that's fine that y'all like it, and I agree that it should accurately portray it, but it's just not something I don't want to watch you in know, my free it's time. The reason so many There's people... nothing wrong with some... Like, we're not women. So, whenever we I see a scene where I see a, a woman being oppressed, it does bother me. Yeah. But I'm still not a woman, and I imagine it's worse if you're a woman. Yeah. Well, it bothers so, me it, in the sense... Like, but again, I'm looking at it in the... Con- I'm not looking at misogyny videos online just because it's... Fu- I'm watching this show where I know in context, like, all of this is... How ad you know it was a flashy ad agency. That's how it is. How it was. How people were treated. And as a human with a with with thoughts and the right thoughts in my head, I'm watching that going. Man, I'm sure glad that it's not like that as much anymore. I'm I'm watching this and and I'm immediately self correcting and thinking about how I might. You know, we're dumb white men. We make big stupid <laughs> stupid word decisions and actions. And I'm and I think. That's why things like Mad Men are very important, and why even if it makes you uncomfortable, that's the point. Okay, it's supposed to make some it's supposed people to affect you and make you go, "Wow, what a some people what a show don't." I need to. Uh, some know. people don't want to go through that, though. True. You even said it recently. You said you were talking in the context of rewatching Mad Men, and you kind of went, "Such a." <laughs> But, I, but the that's first basically time, but, what you said. Well, yeah, like, was no, I'm not ready was, for it. Yeah, you're not ready for it. But he made, he implied it was because it's a heavy, heavy emotional burden, yeah. and a lot of people don't want to go through that. I, uh, uh, someone close to me, I recommended Vikings, and they watched. They have watched some Vikings, and they're basically saying mm-hmm. too much violence. And then I thought about it. Now here's my point to y'all: we're very desensitized on Dog It Club here. We watch a lot of shit, and it. it doesn't phases like vikings violence i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah you know but a lot of people watch some of this t- stuff and they think oh my god yeah oh god oh and it's then they, they turn it off and then that's it and vikings has so much to offer and i don't know what to tell people like that like what am i supposed to do just tell them suck it up suck it up and i want to but i'm like what i'm gonna tell somebody their personal 
what they should or should not be offended by. I can't. I mean, I'm not watching it for the violence. I'm watching. Yeah, it's like you're not watching Mad Men for the misogyny. In the same way, I don't watch The Walking Dead for the zombies. I watch it for the story. Agreed, but some people can't get past the characters. I agree. These things, and and we get past them. I'm just saying, some people are more sensitive to these things, and they're like, I don't want to invest in this. Speaking of Walking Dead, did you hear that? What's his name is Rick Grimes is leaving the show. No, but Andrew I don't Lincoln, give a fuck. Andrew Lincoln. Want, <laughs> no, I officially am going. Because what did I say? I've said it before. When Andrew Lincoln leaves, Walking Dead needs to be done. That's good. I hope they end it because uh, I, I no. am going to watch. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm going to watch no, the recent it's season. It's not ending. I have, uh-huh. I've heard no indication that after he leaves, they're going to stop. This is just the first report, though. This is the first you've heard about Rick Graham's leaving. I Graham's really don't. So you never know. Anyway, just thought I'd mention that. Andrew yeah. Lincoln, I leave Walking Dead. Uh, so, all. Taylor, you get back to your change in your rating. <laughs> we went off we, on some cool tangents there. 8.01, are you going to drop it down? So I am going to drop it to the level of 7.6. No. Oh, wow. Okay. What'd you call? I, I thought you were going to put above Walking Dead, but no, I'm not. Seven point six. And that, by the way, is a very respectable score yeah. for me. It is uh, sandwiched between uh, the Simpsons and Star Trek: The Original Series, right? And then Twenty Four is right below that, and Family Guy, and then above it, you know, Futurama, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, yeah. Uh, and okay. oh, by the way, <clears throat> Supernatural is going up. And that's not Afterglow. It's not. Um, I've had plenty of time to digest like the earlier seasons, and there's no Afterglow. <laughs> no, no, there's Anything no, within three to six months we've, after uh, watching the show. I underrated it when I put that in there to try to compensate for the Afterglow, but and I wanted to give it more seasons. I, but I I'm telling to, you, I have more to say not, about Supernatural because I you just started it? that show. No, I'm on season. I'm midway through season eight. Okay. But there's something I'm getting we, closer. There's something we need to take care of, and that is our, we didn't talk about this spreadsheet last time about Twin Peaks. Taylor's correction. Yeah, Taylor's correction. So welcome the to Taylor's Twin corrections. Peaks, of Twin, Peaks, Twin Peaks. Peaks edition. We did a whole two hour, nearly a two hour episode, and we didn't even get to our. Are we? Do we want to change our rating? And uh, even talking. That I'll much go ahead. I, I'll just. We'll, we want to get through this because there's other stuff we want to talk about. Uh, we got plenty of time. <laughs> your mom. Um, I have it at a nine. Twin Peaks. I love that show. It's not going to change. That's a good position for Twin Peaks. It's up in my toppy top, tippy top, toppy top, up in the <laughs> below, up above ten. Uh, above it is It's Always Sunny. Below it is Stranger Things, and both of those are fairly solid, not changing ratings. I've given a random thought to dropping It's Always Sunny, but then I go back and watch like a random episode, and I'm like, no, this is one of the best shows ever created. So it's it's staying there, and Stranger Things only impressed me with two. So and I'm, that's pretty locked in. Like I I would say my top ten is pretty fucking locked in. Yeah, like big time. Twin Peaks is up. nine with a bullet. Your turn, Taylor. Eight point six two. Do I want to move it? Um, mm, you know, Breaking Bad sitting there above <laughs> Twin Peaks rubs me. The- those coming. Uh, it does not belong above Twin Peaks. Is there a show we have knocked eat, knocked down harder <laughs> than Bre- Breaking Bad? Used to be way. Well, higher. how about this? How about I don't knock Breaking? I'm just going to move Twin Peaks to an eight point seven one to put it between. Yeah, 
and I'll leave. I'll leave Breaking Bad alone. I don't think it needs to go much leave lower. Leave Breaking Bad alone. <laughs> what did Breaking Bad ever do to you? Leave it alone. All right, Justin, you're up. What is your rating, and are you going to change it? Right, my rating piece? is eight point five five. The lowest amongst us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I am going to change it. It's going down, isn't it? Um, to. And don't break my heart, Justin. Eight. Point. Oh, I thought he was going to end at eight. I was going to. Holy crap! I was about to say something. (laughs) Eight five. Wow. All right. Brought it up a little bit. I brought it up a lot for me. You know why it's not higher for me? I know we talked about that last time, but those that season two kind of middle. I touched. I just want to emphasize that again. That that's why it's not in the nines for me. But so that puts I, it up you know what? above here's, Always Sunny for me. Uh, here's something, an affirmation for you. If it weren't for the new seasons, I might have dropped it a little bit. Yeah. But the new season was so weird and off-putting in a good I, way. I'm looking forward to it. Like, it, I, I really am. I am there's, I, it's so weird. I'm curious to see if you're actually going to like it or not. Twin Peaks is now our number uh, eight show overall uh, that we've all watched. Dog, it's stuck. Club top ten. Yep, there's that big weird. All it, of our it, our it top just, ten is almost perfectly filled in, except for it, Taylor and Doctor. It Who. just passed uh, Breaking Bad. Twin Peaks just passed Breaking Bad in our top ten. Maybe Doctor Who should be exempt from the top have, ten dog club. No, I have a I it have is. a request. I yeah. have I have something I'd like uh, to consider that can be a, a lifelong thing. It can be whenever. Oh God, here we go. I maybe. It, when we get to a point in our watching schedule, oh no! I'm not saying episode by episode. Maybe no, I, no, no, I, I, no, no, no. a buffet that no. we watch together. Maybe having my input, nope. would make it nope better. <laughs> nope. I don't need your input to evaluate a show. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> that red mark. That's it's not like how we do that yeah. from from Rick and Morty up. We've watched everything. I'm not. I've watched. To be fair, ladies and gentlemen, I have watched a full season and a couple episodes into the next season of Doctor Who, and I've seen about eight other episodes scattered around with my brother. So I've seen approximately eight, you know, a whole season I'm gonna, plus. I'm gonna have to have a talk with your brother. I Ryan I'm, likes Doctor I'm Who. I'm saying I'm gonna have to have a talk with your brother. But you can't convince me to like something that I've we're tried gonna, to. I've tried to watch this no, show Evan, enthusiastically. You've said before that you understand that some people just don't like it. <laughs> and that's why I cut people slack that don't like, you know, certain shows. I can understand someone like I can't. It would make me sad. If someone didn't like Battlestar Galactica, oh. but I could also understand it was too dark for somebody because yeah. it's freaking dark. But I mean, it's fantastic. So I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna say that either. I will attack y'all if y'all, you know, hurt one of my main shows. I don't blame Evan. <laughs> Evan's fighting. Evan's defending a nine point two. Or wait, yeah, nine point two one is what Evan gave Doctor Who. He's passionate. He loves it. It's, and my, ju- it's my number four show. And Justin's okay. got it at 8.95, and I got a red mark on it, which the red mark generally is associated with terrible shows. No, it just means you're not going to watch it. I, that's all it means. That's all it means. And I don't think Doctor Who's a terrible show. I just don't want to watch it. Yeah. It's just the high, like I you I don't think you reached any of the emotional highs. That Okay, the episode that Justin said hooked him. The Empty Child. The Empty Child did absolutely nothing for me emotionally. Nothing. And I knew right then. I waited. And I was like, isn't this the episode that Justin said just moved him? Everybody lives, Rose. 
I felt nothing. I didn't give a shit. Just this one time. He went through a Because I know no one. They're not going to die. They weren't ready to die. I knew none of those characters were going to die. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> there was zero, zero emotion there. But it's true. I'm not. I'm just trying to be honest with no, you. I get it. Like, Evan wanted me to... I feel like I would have gotten hooked by now. And there were there was a few moments where I was like, yeah. But... Wasn't enough. Not enough of them. So... Well, here, I'm, I'm going to do sorry. something then. Just to balance the scales. Down there where it says Avatar The Last Airbender. Put Go a ahead. big old fat red mark right on the square. Right there, that's something <laughs> I'm never going to fucking... And this show should have been about that because I... It's sad it's that you're not... It's a cartoon that's not funny. I don't know if Justin, Justin should probably mark it right too, but I'm not going to pressure him. I, he's not going to watch Avatar. I think it's unfortunate. I think you'd watch four seconds. I'm not the... What the fuck is this I'm, Evan says all this. Watch it. Did you not watch Attack on Titan? I wouldn't. That was an anime. Avatar isn't even an anime. It is American. Between you and my cousin, I have been introduced to... <laughs> I dare I say a hundred different anime television. Oh, okay, shows. I haven't even seen a hundred animes, so I'm it just, couldn't have I'm been me. I'm just saying a tremendous amount. Out of I, more than more than more than twenty, and I have liked precisely two. But this is not an anime. Avatar is not an anime. It's a cartoon, like a straight up cartoon. I know what I know. What it's Avatar a cartoon. Was. I know what it's, Avatar was. It's a good show. Okay. You say that, but I mean, I, I just real quick on on Avatar, guys. This is an look episode about Downton Abbey. Look, look up Avatar Kung the Last. Boy, get out of my look soda. At, look up Avatar the Last Airbender and look at where it's rated on IMDb. Look at how critics rate it. Look at what people say about it. Then tell tell me. me how many shows are rated in the '90s on IMDb. A bunch. Yeah, I'm not going to get around to Avatar the Last Airbender. Oh boy. Okay. So anyway, hey, hey, before hey, we, before all we leave, I did, yeah. all I did was take a little of the frustration that the Doctor Who thing caused me, and and, and was like, here, I'm gonna carry this a little bit around. You get to carry this a little bit around. The Doctor Who thing is authentic, and I, and to be fair to my audience, to our audience, did I not try to watch Doctor Who? You Evans, did. in spite saying he's never even gonna try to watch Avatar, he's just saying spitting on it. And doesn't even try it. I tried Doctor Who. I watched 18, 19 episodes of it. I have every right to talk about it. So I'm there. Leave it red. <laughs> leave it red. I don't care. I, I know. I would like an episode to try to convince you on that sometime. Though, All right. On Avatar. No, I, f- dude. I, any of the controversial lines on this spreadsheet are gonna make the best episodes. I can't wait till you talk about twenty four. We haven't. <laughs> I, I can't wait. That's gonna be motherfucker. A funny epi- we haven't done a Doctor I, Who episode yet, and we're gonna real quick. Back to Downton Abbey, 8.7 out of 10 IMDb rating. We're talking about rank uh, 92 of all time. Uh, that's one. It's won three Golden Globes. It has won 54 other awards, and it has two has 217 award nominations. CBS. So uh, you know, I just objectively speaking, it's high rated. Critics love it. Well, Doctor Who's one of the longest. Drop that phone on the table, shows. Taylor. Boom. Dropping the mic. I can do that too. Look at that. Doctor <laughs> Who's one of the longest running television shows on history and one of the most beloved characters. Uh, hey, you know what though? With Doctor Who, I will say that uh, I should like it. You should. 
I should like it. And I know that even when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, I should like this. I love the little general concepts you know what? they show. The, you know? This was your first shot watching it. I think later on, when you're in a different mindset, it's a second shot. But okay, you can. Get, but there, I got the the no strike stream. You're uh, strike three. No, now. the first shot you just started watching in the middle of a random like later in the in the series. So you, so like you didn't have a lot of the content. You, were like, you started season five. Like, season one. I wouldn't this even is your call first shot. Right. That's so true. I would say the next time you try to watch Doctor Who, start with season two. <laughs> Just start season two. <laughs> Doesn't the red mean there isn't next time? No. <laughs> I mean, I've ruled but it no, out. You have given shows second shots before. And I would say you've given the show one shot. Okay. Fair enough. I'll agree with you that. Then, but then I, how did, about, get, how I did this? give it a shot, no, though. Then you how got about this? Only on A, your third go try, or a unanimous decision like with, with Entourage. <laughs> oh, wait. You said you might watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. We need to make the rules. red is the red is for you for is individual. It though. is. There and it doesn't change. Need, there's a, the podcast. Y'all like get said, a say on what's red for me. I, I think, and this this is possible, that we oversold Doctor Who because we talk about it with such you know high regard that it's easy for us to oversell it and you go watch it thinking it I'm going to love it, this. It's just taking me on an emotional you know what I mean coaster for years. Hey Ryan didn't. I know that that was the middle of the season, but he never tried to oversell it. No, but we have. Yeah, y'all did, but we've said how great and wonderful and and how emotional oh. the show can oh, be. Oh, I know what I want to change. And so you're expecting that, you know, and then you watch it, and it's like, oh, it's not, it's not that. It builds. I need. Even, I, I even know it builds. Even past season one, and then even season two, it keeps building. How do you, this- how do you get somebody past that? Phase where they just don't care, like how y'all feel about Avatar: The Last Airbender or Downton Abbey. I'm you not know? gonna say anything about Avatar. I can't. I don't have any opinion on that show yet. I, okay, but I'm I don't just, either. I just said it because I know it's just some goofy cartoon. But what, what, whatever. It was just to be funny. Just, uh, no, I know, but y'all know what I'm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mar- where's a red show for Justin? Let's look at a red show. Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire. So, w- what makes you say that you're never going to watch that show? It just it's not going to connect with you. I watched what? it a few times. I watched a few episodes. Okay, and what what about it? Why can't you keep w- going with it? It was too slow. Okay, and it didn't interest you, right? No. Yeah, and I think in general, what we're saying is it just didn't interest you. Yeah, and that that concept, there's gonna like Doctor Who, it just doesn't interest me. Yeah. But that's it. There are so many things that you on our list that are. Tonally and culturally, no lockstep tone. No, that's not true. The tone of Doctor Who is one of the most unique, overwhelmingly weird things. Overwhelming. In, and I, it, I mean, you see it in, with Star Trek being so popular in British television. Star, if you like Star Trek, and when when there are very right, few no, people, that's not true. Because I'm an example that I, 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 I love Star what Trek. You said you should like Doctor. Who. I should. So that's why I think it's worth that's another shot later on in life. I should. I, <sighs> I'm leaving let's, it red. That's let's put say. this to bed because I have something. Red. I have something else I, I want to talk about. Uh, yay, billionaire Amazon CEO saved my favorite sci-fi show, possibly my favorite show on TV right now, The Expanse. Please organize it by mine. I'm going to triumphantly raise this show because season three so far is boss as shit. <laughs> okay. I am. Are you, are you saying it's your favorite sci-fi show on now, or your favorite sci-fi right show? now? I'm okay. like, no show on television that I am okay. watching concurrently right. with its airing right now. The best best show that is That's on right now. Is best show period, period that you're currently watching. Period. Okay. 
The Expanse is brilliant and unlike anything else I've ever fucking watched. So you're happy Bezos? Yes. CEO it, at they're, they're bringing it back for season four on Amazon. Fuck yeah. Uh, apparently, George Bezos is a giant fan of the books, was was in a bidding war with sci fi on the show originally, was going to be on Amazon Prime. It's, it's Jeff, and, Jeff Bezos. And Jeff I Bezos, think. Yeah. sorry. Uh, uh, but sci fi won, and they had the first three seasons, but they canceled it unceremoniously. And there was a giant outcry, and Mr. Bezos decided to pick it up. Goodbye, Expanse. Goodbye, good show. It. (laughs) You know, some shows are just dismissed. I have it rated. You know, they're just canceled. And now, I love how nowadays Amazon and Netflix can pick it up. The public can be like, you know what? No. Well, like, uh, what is it? There's a a very well regarded uh, African American producer that uh, that show Blackish, and I think something else, and has been working with ABC, is trying to get out of his contract now, especially after all the Roseanne stuff, because that show attacked his show. Like, the networks are losing ground. They they cancel shit. People don't want to do it. Like he's and he's already trying to get on Netflix. He wants to move all of his content <laughs> to Netflix because he's just because getting, getting run around and getting treated like garbage. And I'm glad by, that by Net, I'm networks. glad that Netflix has competition with Amazon um, and Hulu and stuff. I too. have the Expanse at an eight point four five. I want to raise it to an eight point eight. That's higher than I thought it would go. Which By the way, it? The Expanse is what I'm going to watch after I finish uh, catching up with Vikings. So, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, so that funny. raises it up above Halt and Catch Fire. Breaking and- Bad is now out of Evan's top ten. <laughs> <laughs> My top ten now includes The Expanse. Like that's how majorly I love The Expanse. Why, why do My we top- bat? Why? What's with? Hey, I still have Breaking Bad at a nine point one. And I am sticking to. Have that. we talked about Breaking Bad? I no. have it at an eight point seven five. I highly, highly re- re- recommend. Need, no, I'm Breaking Bad. I'm just saying that we we, but, we bash a little on Breaking uh, Bad. I would <laughs> Breaking Bad over. I'm not gonna say we y'all bash and on I, Breaking and I'll, Bad. And I'll say this again: eight point seven five. I'm not bashing. I have a higher score no, for it than than Taylor. But does. y'all have brought it down. Um, <laughs> as far as the Expanse With goes, pride. the Expanse if season three stays this strong and ends strong and season four on Amazon starts in a barrel right into that with a few more good seasons, this show could potentially go up to like an 8.5 or a 9.5 for me. Like it is so it could be a top three territory show. It could be a doctor who bumping right under game of Thrones level. Good I show. love the endorsement. Cause I love I sci-fi. So. I like, and I was real right. You saw it was down. To, I mean, it started off, I think in an 8.2 something. And then right. after season two, went up to an 8.4. Now it's, it's, it's I, building. It's so good. You guys, <laughs> I'm so like every episode when it pops up on my Amazon prime, I'm so excited. So you're very excited. And then that it saved. It's, just I'm the fact I'm gonna get a conclude like the way that the last new episode ended. Hell, they it, made, let, like, Amazon let, let me, Amazon I, may increase their is, budget. This is even. awesome for podcasting, but like literally, it was one of those endings that made me go like just lean back, hands over the mouth. Like I I I got up and walked around. It was it, <laughs> I it love shows that get a, me to do took that. Took me on such a like wait 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 like it's <laughs> it. It it's kind of sl- it'll 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 get the tone will get real slow, and you're like, man, what's what's going on with the expand? And all of a sudden, it just goes, Wah! and you're just going, what, what, why is that?
It's so good. I'm so happy. Yay, Amazon! Take over the world! Whatever, I don't know. Buy everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, since we're talking about shows that we're currently watching, I'm watching Smallville again. It's my third time through, and I'm going to raise it. Like, I'm not going to raise it yet, because I'm only in season seven. Okay. But it's going up. Okay. It's just, it's so What good. What is it rated for you for right now? It's an 8.2. Okay. But it's going up. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm looking at shows on my list, and I'm like, no. It I hope, should be I above hope, those. But as much as you love Smallville, I really hope Gotham's on your radar. How about, how about... It's Smallville Batman. How about I, uh, I will look into Smallville maybe after I finish Supernatural, or maybe I'll prioritize it after The Expanse or Westworld. Yeah. Tonally, it's a lot like. It's a I, yeah, lot maybe like I'll small, do it. It's a I, lot I, like I pl- Supernatural. I plan to go to Westworld and then may, and then I'll go. I would definitely say put a couple shows in between Supernatural, so you kind of forget who Dean is in that show, because when he shows up in Smallville, he's not the same guy. Well, I know, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so okay, you're watching Smallville. What else are you watching? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, between gaming and work, I'm just watching Smallville. What about you, Evan? I'm watching Supernatural. I'm, I just started a couple of days ago. I'm already on episode 11. Okay. Uh, one. It's, y- it's all right, because it, it's right up my alley for, for this reason. <laughs> I love Monster of the Week shows. I love Buffy. Mm-hmm. I love X-Files. Uh, that's why I know I'm going to love Smallville. That's what it is. It's, right. I, love, I even like kind of modern Monster of the Week, like Gotham, where it's, you know, it's the Jokery guy and the penguiny guy and the, you know, and... and, and, and you can look, there's a billion other examples. Yeah, I would even say Hercules and Xena are Monster mm-hmm. of the Week shows because every episode is like, it's the thing of the right. forest. Uh, well, Star Trek is kind of. It's, I, I love it, 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 love it. Like, it just, it, that episode, like where there's a nice, strong story arc that lasts for seasons mm-hmm. and lots of like, we're fighting the scarecrow monster and now we're going to fight the mirror monster and then we're going to fight that other thing and then we're going to fight the. <laughs> Boogeyman, and then we're good. It's just like, oh, there's just something. It's like a warm quilt. It's, it's like a, a blanket. blanket you just put on, and like, it's you know a what's gonna, show. You know what's gonna happen on the next episode? The boys are gonna roll up into a town with a boogeyman, and they're gonna meet a really hot girl, and then maybe she'll have a kid. Maybe she won't. Maybe she'll be a waitress. Maybe she'll be the fucking somebody. And then they're gonna fight the monster, and the girl's gonna be like, "You're great, Dean," or "Slash, you're great, Sam." And then they're gonna drive off, and they're gonna go on to the next town, and there's gonna be a relatively attractive, age-appropriate girl who's gonna be like, "Gosh, Dean and Sam, you saved us again." And it's just so Evan, like, Evan and I were subscribed to Loot Crate uh, a while back. For, I, I had it for like a year or two months. Yeah, me too. I just got like a lot of toys it, in the mail. I, it, it was like and, it, it was always great, but you got to a certain point where like I don't, I only have so much room in my life for yeah. plastic stuff and t-shirts, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going to wear any of these t-shirts. And I love the plastic stuff, but I got to kind of well because the shelves are too full. Temper my and so we got this car from Supernatural, and, and I didn't assuming, give a shit about it. I'm assuming yeah. the car is a character. Yes, it is in the show. Yeah, it's, it's a the huge... third. Ca- in fact, it'd be the guy that plays Dean, guy that plays Sam, and then the car. <laughs> At least initially, Evan. Yeah, it's a wonderful be- car. The beauty of where you're at is you haven't even met some of my favorite characters. The first yet. season, that's Dean and Dean and Sam. And there the are some characters later in that show that are just put a smile on my face when I see them. So Good Jeff, stuff. Jeffrey, De- it's Jeffrey Dean Stanton, right? The guy, Negan. He's not in a lot of the show. <laughs> I already looked. Take on, a guess. I, I, I looked on IMDb and it didn't seem like. Yeah, it was I mean, take episodes. a guess. I mean, you you don't hear about him as much associated with Supernatural, so he's important yeah. early in the show. That's all I'll say. It's like th- that guy was the 
the dead oh, husband in weeds. Oh, hey, that's like you just get a few hey. shots of him. Oh, and he's he's, so good. he's he's their dad. Yeah. Rick, and Rick, he, Rick, let me in. There, Rick, how you doing, Rick? He's not that guy in the supernatural. Clack, but clack, 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 clack. Lucille's oh. thirsty. Oh Rick. wait, 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 Evan, you're gonna. I won't spoil anything, but you're there is eventually something that will make you laugh with him later that you'll associate with Walking Dead a little bit. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, Rick, let me <laughs> in, Rick. Carl, you're a badass. So you're still watching Supernatural. You're oh, right. yeah. Uh, so I'm watching Vikings. I'm on season four. Uh, Rolo is, uh, you know, married to the He's fancy princess. Now. and he Roman Polanski's daughter. And, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So Rolo's all getting into the th- th- their marriage is starting to actually work. Yeah. Um, that just started happening in like the last episode or two. Um, and then Ragnar is really unenthusiastic and is very enthusiastic about the Chinese woman who is uh, with him, him right now. And uh, you, it's great. How do you, I love Vikings. How do you feel I, about the time jumps between seasons? I love everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, just fuck it. Rag, I love Ragnar everything. Is, you're, in, you're in what I like to I'm call totally Ragnar's in. pain spiral. Like, he's just like, yes, he's whatever, just, I'm going to take these drugs and well, fuck uh, this lady. They won't even know. notice I'm gone. Athelstan was kind of his balance. <laughs> yeah, he, he's real sad about his Catholic friend dying. God, and I love the Wessex stuff, the the king there king with, with the... Oh, all, all of that, all of that stuff. Is it still? I you, love. It's, is it he still was a, making he was you? That, the king was obsessed with Athelstan Alf, uh-huh. as well, and they both experienced and that mar- that miracle that, simultaneously. That continues to see like I the love, link, yeah. the link, and the children, and the uh, there's a lot going on there, like, man. Yeah, because the one one uh, woman from the kingdom over that they're looking to invade, they're, they're having all kinds of problems with. Um, you know, she has one of Ragnar's you, sons. A still, make, son. still making you want to play a Crusader King. Oh yeah, because yeah. it, it's not only to play the Vikings, but like I mean, every the, part the of King the King of Catholic Essex stuff is fucking Northumbria. The, the French uh, King the Ayla, Paris. King Egbert, like oh, uh, get out yeah, of town, it's great. Like Athelstan made such an impression on so many people. He did, and I don't know why exactly. I liked <laughs> Athelstan, but I was like, he man, why does everybody? Lo- why does he was? Why does Ragnar love him? I mean, he loves touched, the guy because he, he was, was malleable. Tu- he was touched by God. He was malleable. Well, I think part of the he was malleable. He was agreeable and easy to be around. He was curious, yeah. and Ragnar is also an extraordinarily curious right. person. If you've noticed, I'm sure y'all mm-hmm. caught that. He doesn't care if they're another religion. He wants to know about the other yeah. religion. He's like, why do, why do y'all well, that's why, that? That's why. Initially, you- that's initially why Ragnar wanted... It wasn't always about looting for him. He wanted right. to know... He just wanted to know... He was an was explorer. On, he just he wanted, wanted to know what was on the other side of the water. He wanted to experience culture. And remember, his motivation when he got there was he really wanted to bring people to settle there, right. which Wait, didn't quite I'm, work I'm, out. I want your it, opinion <laughs> on, a, on a... You know how sometimes... Like, okay. Like, for I'm just using this as a for instance. Let's not go into it. In Star Wars, uh, the the casino scene, I was saying it seemed like a part. No, <laughs> how it seemed. I'm just using it as a this fucking example, a, dude. This was not scripted. No, before. you know how we always said it seemed like it was a part. Like it was like over here. There's a section right. with Bjorn later on that a lot of people complain online. They're like, "Well, what, what the fuck? Why?" It has to do with him wanting to be an ex- more on a, like touching on like that explorer thing that he got from his dad. That I loved because it explored a new part of the world. But a lot of people were like, 
It was like that Stranger Things episode in the last season where it was like she was like with all those people in a warehouse instead of the in, in the right. town. Right. And everyone was like, what the fuck is that all that about? And more than likely, it has something to do with the future. It's of building the show. towards something. It's building towards something. Right. So like Bjorn fucks off for a while and goes on a big adventure. And you're like, okay. And you're and through the whole thing, you're going, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Cool. She's neat. All right. Well, what's all right? So you, okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Come on, guys. And then you, I and love then the way that sort of, sounds. And then though, it just sort of ends, and you're going, "Oh, okay." I love all the right. way all that sounds. Right. I like, I'm, I like Bjorn. I, I look forward to seeing Bjorn that inside. unfold. <laughs> I love Bjorn. Bjorn. So I'm watching that, and I'm enjoying it very much. It will be, it will easily be in the eights. Or is it? Did I read it? Ragnar. Uh, no, not yet. Oh, it's going. Way I'm th- well God, for can, a placeholder right now. You can safely put it at an eight point, uh, eight point four for me. Like mine's at an eight point five, and I'm gonna leave it there until we get to a Vikings app. One day, one of these days, uh, it's gonna go up. I, I still have a lot of to watch right now. Like I need to watch more. I, I there's some episodes in this current season that I haven't watched. Okay, and so what else I'm watching? Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Damn continue. I don't know how you're balancing three shows. Four shows. I would, Is I there just, nothing like on TV right now that you're watching? No. See, I like, man, I, there's always at least a couple of like, things. Like I said, I'm watching know. Vikings, but I'm not really watching Vikings. Uh, I just, I, I'm going to binge catch up. Like, I just finished episode to episode. And, but again, I'm not tuning in onto the network. If it's something I'm watching episode to episode, it's something I've bought because it's some, like, I have ep- every episode of every season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I just buy the season and wait for it to pop. It pops it, it get a little email notification, says, hey, your episode's ready. Jump right onto Amazon, boom. And I have it forever. That's how I watch Vikings. That's how I watch Expanse. That's how I. Because if it's like, if I love it, if I love the show, I have zero qualms because I don't spend money on much of anything else. Amazon's not going anywhere. So I have this great catalog of stuff that. You do. You have a big library on Amazon. I have a huge library, especially of TV. So curb your enthusiasm and then uh, Supernatural. Yeah. uh, Which I'm on season eight, about episode 12 or so. So you still have a lot of supernatural left. I have. I think there's 12 seasons yeah, on, 13. on 13 on uh, on Hulu. Yeah. I think there's only so I'm watching, or, I'm, I'm I'm on, on Netflix, Netflix. I mean Netflix. There's only 12 seasons. I thought um, the new season, you know, isn't on. I don't think it's on there yet. But I still okay. So uh, the thing with Supernatural is a lot of people. It has a huge arc that lasts for the first five seasons. After that, you know, you get that five season arc. You start getting mini arcs. And they're almost season by season. Now, a lot of people don't like that. Um, and a lot of that, um, you know, I'm, I've been told by... Did we ever get to the end of the Loot Crate story? Oh. They, they had the car, and yes, we had the car. And But I realized, as I started watching the show, I had the car in my desk drawer. Yeah, and I never J- gave Justin it much had thought. It. So I like went over in the middle of the night and got it. And, and I have mine just sitting on, on a little table with all my other trinkets. Like, I have it. Never watched the show, but I have the car. Which is weird. It's it's but it important. You're gonna like it. Show itself. Yeah. I can basically guarantee this isn't a Downton Abbey. You're gonna like it. I'm telling you, you're gonna like it. And actually, I guarantee uh, it. You're gonna like the way you look. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna like the way you. look. I don't like the new Joseph Abood guy that's doing the uh, House commercials. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. Okay. I guarantee it. Oh, sorry. Um. But yeah, with um, Supernatural, what do I have Supernatural rated? <laughs> I was constructing. I was gonna have another. One. Justin, what do you have Supernatural? What do I have Supernatural rated as? You just moved it up. Uh, hold on, eight point four five, I think. 
Uh, oh wait, where did you put it? No, I didn't move Supernatural. Supernatural. Oh, you moved down. it down. That's right. You moved. Seven point. Oh, it's right. Eight here. three. I didn't move oh, it okay. anywhere this episode. I'm moving it to uh, an eight point oh two for. Oh, right it now. was Downton that you moved. Yes. Yeah. So it's as good as Bob's Burgers. I'm moving it up because I can say now that I love Supernatural. Before I couldn't say that earlier in. Yeah. Now that I've gotten past the first five seasons, and then I'm still seeing that, even though it's not what it was, I still am like I like this show. No matter, it doesn't matter yeah. anymore. I like the universe they built, so I like the characters. You know what I was? What I was? You just noticed I was lost in thought. I was trying to just no, figure. I was trying to figure out this whole time how to fit in, dude, to do a David Lynch impression. No, but no, <laughs> there's not a place. As Evan said you're gonna like the way you look. And then he was, he was just paused for a while, and I'm like, because then I it? realized how fun I remembered how fun it was to do David Lynch, and then hey, how you doing there? Guy? And, and but I, and I'm thinking this whole time, like maybe he, what could David do? What could David do? What could he do to talk about one of the things we're talking about? I know what I could talk about. That bitch Roseanne. There you go. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Uh, so Roseanne was canceled abruptly. Uh, the reboot was a huge success for ABC. It, 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 it dealt a lot with the divide in America, with Trump and blah, blah, blah. Some of it was handled well. A lot of it wasn't. Uh, and Roseanne, uh, there's even a story famously, as her comeback was happening and the show was getting put back on the air, her children took away her social media. So it's a, it is a known problem with this dumb woman. That she has a problem with dumb woman. She can't just keep her mouth shut. She cannot. Keep, well, her thumbs from fiddly flattling like some other people in the public eye. <laughs> but she called a. Well, I mean, it, yes, it was an Obama aide. Yeah, she she dropped the Muslim Brotherhood thing. She said that this woman was. It didn't even make much sense. But she dropped the Muslim Brotherhood word and the the, the word ape in relation to an African American woman. She more or less called an African American lady a very well regarded top aide of President Obama's, an ape. She called a black lady an ape. Uh, Which there's nothing, no real way and, to and, I, and I've been kind of hearing people, like, I've heard people say this. Well, she's she said a lot of bad stuff. I'm like, <laughs> time out. You know, context is everything. Timing is everything. Yeah, has she said racist, crazy shit? She is an Alex, Roseanne Barr is an Alex Jonesy, Trumpy, alt-righty weirdo she's a weird sheltered dumb woman and, and she, <laughs> wow you just threw the whole alt-right under the bus no no i'm throwing her under the bus she touts a lot of dumb ignorant shit and it finally can't and she finally and, and oh and then she tweets afterward i'm sorry i was tweeting on ambient and then the people who make ambient shot back yeah racism isn't a side effect of our drug <laughs> and it's probably not and and i'm just like <laughs> And, like, I, I just said out loud, I was like, yeah, the joke was... And people are trying to say, oh, you can't tell a joke. I'm like, yeah, the joke was the problem, not the awful, hateful shit in her heart. Like, that's what my, that's what should make you mad, that this human being is walking around with enough hate in their heart and weird racist ideas that they think it's totally cool. And because we're, we're all being political and shooting on each other, to call a black lady an ape... Just because she has something to do with Obama and fuck Obama, so fuck that ape. What? Someone posted and, a and picture in the How I Met Your Mother subreddit, and it was the picture of the tweet and the time, which was 2.45, and they said, nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. 
which is, you know, uh, the whole episode of that it, show. It was an ABC, mind you, ABC, which is owned by Disney, which just released one of the biggest African-American-led blockbuster broke records Black Panther not too long ago and got a lot of good press for it. All of a sudden, the star of one of their their top comedies, right below fucking Big Bang Theory in terms of ratings. Well, mm-hmm. that Big Bang Theory is CBS. But anyways, right. it, it was no, like the number three show on ABC. Or number two, something like that. They, you know, they canceled it. They canceled it. Two hundred people lost their jobs. She just like she done. And people, I've heard people say, "Well, I don't know if that was justified." I'm like, I think it was. I, I mean, and it's there. Uh, it's about, ABC's call. What about the the, but, uh, the view? Jesus, do you think she's man. truly racist, or do you think some people just sometimes I, let it slip? Like, for no. instance, Bill Maher, whenever he said porch the porch monkey joke on his show, he did it with the Republican congressman, and then everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, HBO, you I need to this. fire the guy." Was is Bill Maher really a racist? I think, I've seen enough of him to say no. I don't think he no, is. I, I think just Bill think, Maher is a is a is a uncouth kind of like he's buddy buddy and thinks he's super cool and thinks he can get away with it because he's cool but he he went too far with that and i it's like i said but and and he's kind of a douchebag and douchebag a douchebag would think that they're cool enough to oh yeah i know i'm white but i'm bill Meyer. that's why he said it she said it because i think roseanne is a little ignorant I think she's an ignorant lady. That's the whole... She said as much. That's what her comedy was about. That's what her stand-up was about. I'm a normal white lady. I don't know stuff. That's dumb. Fuck you. That was is her that whole why I didn't, thing. Is that why I never liked her? I, mean, I, I never listen, liked her show. I, I thought her original show, the first few seasons, was groundbreaking television. It was about a type, a culture that was not on TV. You know, I liked the fact that, the, that Cosby hated it. Like that he's called it lowbrow, but I'm like, but that's people. My, my, that's people. my family related to the, to to the. It was kind of at the time situation and everything. Like the I, original I show, the show was a little apolitical. It wasn't like it is now. I, as soon as I heard that show was coming back now, I was like, man, that's not gonna be good. And it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be. The gay sister is all super left. Roseanne super right. It's all about them yin yin at each other. And and I got it. And I just stayed away from it. Even though I liked the original Roseanne show, I watched it with my parents. Then it, it got good ratings though. The new seasons, right? The, the first season got tremendous ratings, huge success. Yeah, I heard it of was me. her comeback. Roseanne's back, and it was very controversial. And it was the right kind of controversial because it was t- you know, and they were kind of like catering a little bit to right, like hey, right wing people, here's something on TV for you, but. And then she, she just she fucked it. And all. unlike Bill Maher, she actually tweeted this. Oh, I know what example. It wasn't. It wasn't like an offhand comment. I, I, I think use. it was coming back. It was bringing back those Last Man Standing fans that were angry that that show got canceled because it was very conservative on ABC. And I think it was bringing back those fans here's, to here's, ABC. Yeah, and then Roseanne here's the thing. Do I think? It. Do I think every racist per- person that says racist things are bad people? No, I do not. I you I you know. And because, like, I use this example. Hulk Hogan famously said the N word on a on a stupid tape, and I, and, I, and this is what I said. To, this was my immediate response when people were like, "Oh, fuck Hulk Hogan!" I'm like, "You're shocked that a nearly seventy year old man from Southern Florida named Terrence Bolia is a little bit racist. Some some old." F- Somebody from that generation that grew up in the in a weird state, the southern weirdest part of that weird state, 
And he came up a little racist. It's like when grandma's racist. You're like, well, fuck, you know, she grew up. Is it still bad? Should you lean in? It's like when my, rest in peace, my grandmother, when she, she was, a, like, when she referred to, like, mentally handicapped people, she used the term mongoloid. And I had to have one day have a discussion with her and go, no, no, we, we don't, we don't say that. That's not, <laughs> a, you don't. No, you don't say that. She didn't know. Yeah. She didn't know that it's an awful slurry thing to say to somebody. It's just because back in the fucking That's what 40s, they, they were like, wow, that poor mongoloid, you see, is weird. Like, <laughs> they yeah. didn't know. It was they so, and, and that's not, it's, it's, it, and I don't say ignorance like you, ignorance like you come from a place of. But maybe she shouldn't have her and, own show. And you look at Roseanne and you, she's always held. Why should a, she have her own show? Because ABC thought, hey, let's. No, I know, but I'm just it saying, was an experiment I think, I think blew people, up in faces. I think people. It's the era of reboots. For like we all. give, we don't say that everybody's bad that says racist no. things, but we generally get, like we to try get, to say if you're gonna tweet it out me, with a big me. show, we, you know that's inappropriate. not all racist statements are said from places of hate. A lot of it is just said from a place of ignorance. Right. They don't have the social, the, maybe the exposure to people of other races and, and cultures. That's usually what it is. It's been shown over and over and over and over again when sometimes when, you know, a rural white America is, is, is exposed in a positive way to other cultures, it all usually ends up fine. Usually right. a fusion of this and that. And all of a sudden you're, you know, there's a, you know. Like right. like people like Middle Eastern stuff scares me, and then they try Middle Eastern food, and it's like, holy shit, that is so good. <laughs> like it's that shit. So I, I just think Roseanne is is, and it's possibly the fact she's been a famous person for for thirty years, forty years now. They we've talked in the past about how some people of a certain level of fame live in a weird social bubble, and they don't know. They just and so her rural white lady upbringing and up to adulthood, and then all of a sudden she's one of the most famous people in America. I'm sure that leaves you with a weird palette of ideas in your head. <laughs> and she just happened. And, and 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 I say it over and over and over. Don't if you have ever argued on a platform like Twitter or Facebook, what do you? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? We all you have. Know, like when it comes, no, I will say things loudly and then completely ignore no. the after effects. Uh, but you have lately argued I, on last Facebook number of years. Yeah, but the last number of years, I just right. don't do it because it goes nowhere. That's what I'm saying. But we've we've learned. We from have. That. We've learned from it. But some people don't. No. Sort no. Like, some people sort never. Of, sort of like our president hasn't learned. Maybe he should put his phone in a drawer <laughs> and just be president for a little bit. And not tweet about it. Right? Hey, Roseanne. I would be hey, all Roseanne. for that. Hey, Roseanne. But... Hey, Roseanne. Hey, Roseanne. Wouldn't it have been better just shut your fucking trapper and <laughs> stick your phone in a drawer? Maybe go outside? In her monologue. Smell, smell the anything. flowers of in your, I'm sure, palatial estate and go, oh, I'm back. I have a show on TV and everyone kind of likes me. Oh, or yay. say it anonymously on Reddit or something. Inner monologue don't. is inner monologue for a reason. I'd like, I don't understand it. You know what? Maybe you have a valid reason to not like this Valerie Jarrett lady. Maybe you are. You do not like Obama. Now, and it's like immediately I have a, like an underpinning of like, okay, oh, what do you not like Obama about Obama? Never one of these people goes off on Obama. It's like half of it is just blibble blabble from Bill O'Reilly and there's there's it's like that it's it's I remember Patrice O'Neill may he rest in peace said one time he was like about 
white people shitting on Obama and black people's immediate defense of him, they're like, if you give us half a chance, like, we have to defend him. But if you gave us a chance to be critical, maybe we would if you'd just back the fuck off for a minute. Because I'm not going to attack him with you. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? For the same reasons. Yeah, yeah you're not going to attack Obama like a white person like, would for the same reasons so, they would. It's, it's and, and it, But it's it, it just... When I go back to ignorance, because I'm like, I'm like, Rosanna, you're a privileged white lady calling a, a loot. And now the joke was something akin to, because she's talking about this Valerie Jarrett lady, Muslim Brotherhood plus Planet of the Apes equal her. And I'm like, so she didn't directly say you're an ape, like black people are apes, but. Yeah, she, she kind of did. Part, she part she kind of did. Yeah, she kind of did. And so it's it's that's that's. Am I saying everybody needs to be roasted and burned at the stake when they make a mistake? This was a, but it, yeah, yeah. If the mistake is big and like, dumb enough, like Morgan Freeman, big, yeah, man. I've seen because yeah, <laughs> I had some initial, of course. Hey, color me biased. I had some initial doubts because it just came out that uh, George Takai, the accuser of George Takai, was like, I completely fucking lied. He didn't do anything. And George guy's like, see? Oh, my. <laughs> it can't happen. Uh, but I've seen a few clips from interviews. Like, just like those typical interviews they do for movies where they have the movie poster behind each person. Right. And they cut back and forth. I saw him talking to some really cute black interview lady. In a, I mean, I'm like, yeah, that, that's, in a, that's you're being very inappropriate and creepy. Like, again, it's not like he grabbed her, but he's just talking about her shirt or skirt and how right. short it is. And she's sitting across from him. And I'm like... <laughs> Man, that's and a nice. In his head, nice he thinks he's just being hey, but it, and you could tell the girls going, "Oh goodness, this right. is." I can't say anything because you're Morgan fucking Freeman. It's these guys that they think they're being, you know. I'm just and that everyone cool. likes that sort of attention, and, and they, they don't. don't. So, thank God, like uh, you kind of have to look at the fact that all three of us are the right, the same level of like varying levels of the same to like pie chart of anxious i just would never even i've never even thought myself confident i lack the confidence to even say stuff like that yeah. oh like, yeah There's hey no way. well look at your things like i just i'm like my, in my, my head, initial reaction is oh she wouldn't want to talk to me she doesn't right. want to talk to me she doesn't want to hear my voice i'm just gonna stand here stare ahead and not say anything and usually this scenario in my head is really negative how yeah, that plays I, out I, I slant to the negative and go yeah. well she doesn't want to he- she didn't there's no there's no multiple Wait, dimension what? Where she'd what want, about my blouse what? What? what what do you want like <laughs> like in your, you want yeah you're thinking it would be the between the ear well but it's not i would never even think that that would never happen with me she'd go excuse me <laughs> like same situation what? say i'm morgan freeman i'm sitting there going hey i'm getting interviewed i was in a movie oh, how's it going and she's like oh and i'm like look at your dress and you're mm, you're looking at me across from me like i've he said something real pervy about the fact she was sitting across from him like i'm trying to imagine myself <laughs> saying anything akin to that to a, to a female person and i'm just like nah nah man like i don't i don't get it i don't like i i, I there's even a subreddit called the weinstein effect that i'll just skim through every once in a while just just see the latest who's getting accused now and and i'm 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 just reading them like what are these people <laughs> they're goes, they're clearing the way for new actors <laughs> yeah <laughs> what goes through your head like 
Brr. Like well, I'm Weinstein, glad, Weinstein's indicted today. Yeah, he's fucked. He is. It's good that he's. He, it looks like he's gonna get. Yeah, like put I saw. In prison. I saw a, uh, a a little teaser picture on Netflix for the ranch, and it's you know everyone but Danny Masterson, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. So I was gonna ask y'all. Y'all saw Deadpool two? Uh oh, your microphone's getting funky. Nah, it's this thing. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, Deadpool two. Yes, very good movie. Uh, how? What y'all think? Better than the first one? Mm, I thought it was that's a, good. I thought it was a little bit better. Just I, I can't hint. quantify it. I think they're both together as a package. Very. I think it got more meta. Yeah, yeah. a lot more meta. They definitely trusted it to be a lot more. You know, like the scene where it's at the. I think it's because and beat you see the whole first class cast like yeah. uh, ooh, they close the door. that sort of <laughs> stuff and the whole end where he like. He takes Cable's time thing and corrects all the thing. Goes and kills the right. Deadpool from the Wolverine movie. Yeah, it, it was. It's good. It's all very good. And I hope they make a third one, and possibly spin this off into X Force or something. Something. Maybe another something. I don't know if they'll do. I, I think they'd do a Deadpool three before they do. I would they, prefer they, a Deadpool three or something. Maybe just call it Deadpool and Cable. Don, Domino is amazing. Well, like I because I my I you know Deadpool. That's so 90s. Cable, Domino, and Deadpool. That was X-Force for a long time. Like, that was that that combo, you know. And with some guys shifting in and out, you had your, the the cat lady, and you had, uh, they even had the what's-his-name in the movie, Shatterstar, who Mm -hmm. they, you know, who was just a shitty, not good Deadpool. Another (laughs) guy with swords, you know, with a weird. I love the invisible guy. Thing on his head. That ended up being Brad Pitt. Vanisher. Yeah. That was funny. Just, it's funny just Brad Pitt for one second on the on screen. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Between that and Infinity War, it's been those were some. But I think great movies. You talk about two, like the spectrum of the kinds of movies you can make within the superhero genre is stunning. Yeah, because in the next few months we're gonna get New Mutants. How? Which I think is gonna be another good one. How? New, they're doing it as a horror movie, How? like a straight up bloody, scary horror movie starring. Mutants. I know. I've seen the preview. Like, it looks interesting. How would you I, I like the integrate the vulgarity of Deadpool into the Avengers? Is my question. You won't. You wouldn't. Yeah. You, they do in the comic books constantly. I'm just saying. But like, you can't. You have with, it, with you all have the it kids going to see Avengers, how? Well, you, know, you could you, lighten it slightly. Li- they lighten it in the movie. He is. He's lightened in the comics. But it's um. It's, he can even joke since he can break the wall. He can basically say, "There's something else I'd really like to say here." You, and the adults in the room know what I'm talking. You know, there could be some find, way they go could. find any of the comics where he's in the comic with Captain America. Yeah, Captain America hates him the same way Captain America hates the Punisher, like they and Wolverine. Captain America hates killing pe- yeah. people that kill, and he and he hates Deadpool because he doesn't take anything seriously. So it's you do it with the characters. He would bother everyone. That's the whole point. That's what Deadpool <laughs> does. He bothers everybody. That's the that's. I think it would. They could do it pretty flawlessly. Yeah, I would love to well, see say, it. I, mean, I would love to see it. No more violent than you know. I mean, the violence. Hulk, any of those characters, but any number of those characters has been involved in graphic bloody. I mean, Hulk has ripped people in half before. So, but I mean, the Deadpool movies show people get ripped in half, yeah. whereas you know the Marvel Deadpool. movies imply yeah, it. Fine. But, yeah. Right. The right. baby leg scene fucking killed me. That was great. <laughs> fucking killed me. <laughs> the that was just. Uh, it's nice and, to and a refreshing to, movie. To just his so credit, Josh Brolin was awesome. Josh yeah. Brolin 
slayed it as Cable. One of yep. the he did great. dumbest characters. The, like when you're talking, I mean, comic books. There's some convoluted storytelling in comics. You can, you know, you tell somebody the history of any character, and it sounds uh, the, if that's ridiculous. Made, a lot most of, the of them are ridiculous. The period, most period, convoluted, complicated, bizarre comic character backstories. Cable, like potentially world changing character. Well, but he's just he's. His comics, obviously for the movie, they have they have squish, 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 squish. They made it a nice little cable-shaped patty that they went, bam, there we go. And they Because they can't tell the comic book story. It's a fucking mess. Just a mess, gobbledygook, arc-spanning, bleh. He's technically Cyclops', Cyclops son, from, but his mom is a clone of Jean Grey. So wow! But then he gets sent forward lot. in the future to be raised by a, f- a different version of, of of Cyclops and Jean Grey, who then s- he. But then he gets infected with a techno organic virus. See, he's a telepath, just like Mom. But then he gets infected with a techno organic virus, and he and he uses most of his mutant ability to keep it in check, just to keep himself from turning into a weird, gross robot. So then he gets sent back in time, and, yeah, and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is wow. bizarre. And that's not even scratching the surface. And there's another kid that's like a future raised by other version, other th- child of those two. Marvel's, Marvel's great. If you have a nice long attention span well, and yeah. the ability to suspend disbelief. When I was watching comics, Deadpool 2, like Cable showed up, and I'm just like, okay, I don't know where he came from. You or take what a lot he, of it what for his, granted. What his purpose is. What is he doing here? And then, I mean, they 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 reveal they tell some. that story. They, they they compress it into a nice, compact little like and like suit like time traveler story. Right, like he's just he's trying to change something. Just yeah, you know. But that's with Deadpool. You you just but accept a lot. They used the right kind of time travel mechanics that I like. You know, when when something changed, that that bear lost Chain, all yeah. the you know, and I was back just like, to the future style time exactly. Travel. That's what right. I love. Looking at the picture. Yeah. That it's all interconnected. Yep. Yeah. You Same know timeline. That new sound you're looking for? <laughs> Listen to <laughs> this. <laughs> but yeah. And then Marty get you know gets a little carried away with the <laughs> He turns up a little you loud, kid, kicks a speaker you over. Kids, you kids, you kids are loving. Yeah. You guys aren't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, that was the beginning. That was the first song he played in Back to the Future 1. Yeah, he played and it on stage yeah. and he got rolled into it. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody else Don't was just kind of like, uh... That's power love. I love that movie. Those movies are so good. It's such a good song. Hey, Mom! I, I remember that new sound you looked to me, your cousin! Barry, right? Marvin Barry. Barry, yeah. Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin. <laughs> Marvin Barry. What about this song? This is a jazz band throwback. We all hated it because it was too slow and in a weird tempo. 
jazz band. See, we were all in jazz band. Is that any giant surprise to anyone else <laughs> that didn't know we were that already didn't come into this three, show? Three we band nerds. Yeah, I don't think we ever said we were all jazz band. Um, we were all in band. But yeah, so to recap, Downton Abbey, good, <laughs> good show. Even though Taylor built it up, then went. But also, I'm dropping my score. But I still recommend it. Uh, Roseanne, total bitch. Fuck her. Good luck with anonymity there. That's going to be fun. You did that before. Now you're going to do it again. Uh, maybe Trump has a cabinet position for her. <laughs> You're the new general of entertainment. I fired Rush. It's me, Turtle Trump. I'm the new host of Rush. Uh, this is what I would Get ready for this, because after I'm done being president, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to find some place to yell and scream until I die of a heart attack. The Trump channel. You know it's going to happen. The Trump And you're going to have this guy. Oh, no, I was tuning in today, here in the year 2022. Uh, the world is, is, is a little less on fire than it used to be, but uh, I was tuning into the Trump channel. Boy, howdy. Did, were those the good old days, folks? <laughs> Amen, they were. Remember? Oh, God, yes. I love those days. I miss them. America mm. was great again. I remember... Uh, NASA was scared, as they should be. <laughs> Climate scientists were going underground like like they were in some sort of resistance movement. It was glorious. Good times. Good Scott Pruitt and Jeff Sessions ruling with an iron fist. Now, there probably won't be another Republican president for oh, four years, and then it's going to be uh, someone crazier. And then after that, someone even more liberal, four years later. We're violent shifting back and forth like a ping-pong match, a cultural ping-pong match. We should honestly just cut the whole country in half. Everyone that thinks this way, go that way. Everyone that thinks that way, go this way. Probably the north easier. and the south. <laughs> I read an article that, 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 like, that outlined six, five or six many countries you could make out of the United States. Oh, yeah. That yeah. would be, that would work better, be more efficient, be able to better provide for their people. You'd have less weird nationalism. Is, is Texas one? Just Texas no, I think it's itself. Texas and a few <laughs> surrounding. I also saw a cool map of, of like, if they, if the state's shapes and sizes were dictated by the population density already present, like, in certain cities and stuff. So like you, it, along California, along the east and west coast, you had these little micro states, right? And then as you got into the middle, you had these bigger swaths of countryside. Like it, so much smarter ways to do stuff, but we're all too dumb. There is, and there's no way of getting. There's no way to fix. There's it. There's no way to get out of what what we're already in. Because I and, like the way my stuff the, around the me one, is. And the good argument against it that I would make is. The U.S. is a stabilizing force on the internet, or at least we were. We were. <laughs> <laughs> we are ruled by a monster. <laughs> oh, the one thing that hey brings- Europe, we're gonna put tariffs on you. I know you're our allies. Randomly, we're gonna, we're gonna put tariffs on I'm you. I'm totally not in the pocket of Russia. Ha ha ha! God, I, uh, president, I, our, our, really by the the process, yeah, our president is Putin. Putin's our president. <laughs> I love Putin. God, I wish Putin was our president. He kind of is. Would, he would he be a good president. In an indirect way, we're being ruled by the president of Russia. And you know what? <laughs> That's a good thing because Putin 
He's been there for I'm willing people. to give up the <laughs> idea of democracy so long as the people I don't like are wrong. Democracy, I don't need that. I don't need, I don't need to free, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm fine. I, I, I'm, I, I, I don't, I'll just give my democracy, I'll give the idea of democracy up right away so long as all them liberals are put in their place. Fuck democracy. I don't need that shit. I want Trump What's in democracy? office the rest of his life. My life included. What's democracy ever done for me? Besides educate me what little bit I am. And and keep me alive. Alright, so... Without my hands chopped uh, off. I was gonna just say that uh, we are going to do a Star Wars episode soon, right? we are. Uh, I am not going to go into any depth. I did watch the solo movie, but I'm not going to talk about it in this episode because I want to wait till uh, Justin and Evan have seen it, yep. and then we can talk about it together. So I might just fly solo and watch that one whenever I get a chance. Just just watch just watch it because uh, we we need to talk about Star Wars together. Yeah, and I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say on this one. <laughs> a lot to say. I wish I could say it right now, but I don't want to do it until I, y'all have seen it and we can talk about it. Yeah. Just from looking at the box office returns, I, is it a failure? Yes. Is it going to change anything with their plan going forward? No. I've heard rumors already that they may not do the sequel with Orlando. So I, I just, I, as far as the big picture, we haven't even dipped our pen into the ink of what they're planning to do. Like we, we've got two different tr- trilogies planned. It's like. I think that's we'll, we'll the, save it. We'll save that's it. That's the major pins they're aiming for. <laughs> I, I was on they're board, just, but... They're just flipping through the old catalog going, all right, are you all satisfied? Before they move on to the, the stuff that's theirs. That's that's all the shit. Then is. why are they doing the Boba Fett movie? Why are they talking about doing Obi-Wan? Why are they talking about doing they're more still, Han Solo they're satisfying movies? Those, the, they're still the flipping, well, baby. apparently the fans are not showing up to the theater. No one's excited. No, okay. No one was excited. I'm not going to go no, into this, but you we can't talk the about que- this. You answered Nobody's the question yourself before when you brought up the fact they weren't advertising it. When we were waiting around, you're like, "Where's all the advertising?" But I think you, that answered your question. You argued. Right now. You argued against me, and you said it was being advertised. I just don't watch advertisements. That's what y'all told me. Off maybe, but I'm just saying you answered your question right there. They they, they didn't they, they it had a lot of weird director and writer and and recut and reshoot stuff, and they didn't have faith in it. They didn't advertise it, and their thought was accurate. That's about all there is. This to is say a to- this is a total 180 from where you were, though. You got to admit. I mean, well, earlier in the show, so you, well, you know what happens though. Time passes. New information is revealed, <laughs> and my opinion changes a little bit. But you did not have you did not predict it was going to be a box office disappointment. In fact, you said the opposite, and I was wrong. And I never, and I, I actually never, I actually thought it was going to do well at the box office. My point was just the RT rating. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised that it's not doing well. But then I saw the movie, and then I realized. I mean, there is a there is a the re- be- they I did think, not they did not have confidence. In I think it. In I was the beginning, right they had, the original that. guys that were doing it probably had a very ambitious script. Disney didn't like the ambitious script. It got all flipped and dipped and new people, and they brought in a safe director to piece cobble together a safe film that they could release and be done with. Man, Evan just nailed a lot of things by that word safe. But I think and you it also was so safe. But I also think you look at so boring. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I think sorry. grouping. I think grouping <laughs> grouping all the old stuff together, saying that it's all going to end up that way, is inaccurate. Because we've already seen Rogue One 
Yeah, um, that was a success. It just takes the right. It, I think the content the, the at problem, this point is second, secondary. But I'll also say that, um, like I've always said, I'm not like I wouldn't rate Star Wars as like a top four nerddom thing for me. It's something I pay attention to because it's nerdy and I like Star Wars enough. But it's not. I don't love it as much as like Marvel and wrestling and and Star Trek. You know what I mean? I like Marvel more than Star Wars, dude. You could you could see it. I like. I it know. More. I do I think, too. I think I do too. Right now, I, I like Marvel more than Star Wars. Right this Star second, Wars, what Evan is saying that is he always has. I know, and I, I get it. But my point being, I think Star Wars is a when you get down to it at this point is a bit of a shallow well, much more shallow than something like Marvel. Who, which I think the characters are more creative, they're more interesting. There's a lot more malleable. You can go off the rails with, and try something different. I think a Marvel movie can be. St- 10 different things as they've shown i think a star wars movie is a star wars movie is a star wars movie and i think you can't you can release a lot more marvel because there's so many you can have a spy movie you can have a space movie you can have a traditional superhero flick you can have a group picture you can do that with star wars it's always gonna be star wars like you have a thousand different flavors with marvel i think you have like two or three with Star Wars. And I think they're releasing, they're going to end up releasing too many movies. And you, the fatigue we said just hasn't set in with Marvel. I think it's going to set in with Star Wars a little bit. Unless, it, it unless already has. and I don't think um, new stuff is going to change that. It they, already could, has. they could exhaust all of this old stuff. And everyone's saying the pro, like they're saying it's an Obi-Wan movie and a Boba Fett movie. Like that's <laughs> going to make any difference. Like a movie about who gone goo from the new movie is going to be any different flavor than the vanilla you're already getting delicious i love vanilla you know what ice cream i get when i go to the ice cream shop vanilla so i don't say vanilla like a bad thing i'm just saying star wars tastes like one thing now you can have a little bit leaning more towards the the laser sword guys and a little bit leaning more towards blaster guys but inevitably star wars is star wars is star wars i still have hope that newer movies past the next episode like past episode nine i have hope that newer movies new trilogies that they'll have some original, creative, innovative they ideas. They need to find new ways of telling Star Wars stories. Well, they didn't find it in, in this movie. Well, and I didn't expect them to. But I, I expected nothing because from this movie. I, and, yeah. I compare Solo and Boba Fett and Obi-Wan and whatever these origin stories are to, like, an origin story, like Wolverine Origins, you know, like... Captain America, the First Avenger. Well, They're figuring out how to do it. You know, I, I don't. Okay, I don't always you care I mean? about an origin story. I agree. We, and this, and the, you're gonna find that you're gonna wish you had an origin story with Solo because they missed some huge opportunities in that movie, in my opinion. And we'll talk about that later. But I was gonna say, Evan, I agree with a lot of what you said. I disagree that I do think Star Wars has potential. It does to, to go. To expand, but they're not going to do it with these to expand to expand like Marvel did. I intertwine everything and become something very interesting with many different types of movies. Yeah. I do think it's capable of that, and that's why I'm so hard on it. And I think that they are narrowing it down. And now I think it is Kathleen Kennedy. I'm just going to say it. I'm I'm for firing. But her. the same way that you've got like she, you, if you make the same thing and you just rely on nostalgia and the Star Wars name over and over again, and it's like the fourth movie now that they've yeah. done Disney. Sorry, you lost me. I'm bored. Marvel's but way better. But and, they, Marvel, and it's not just because Marvel... Yes, Evan, you're right. Marvel's way more to work with. But isn't it more also nostalgia? Character. I mean, that's all the superheroes are. It's just like different... Like no, 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 no. It's how, how they're using it in the Star Wars movie. Marvel does it 
makes things fresh and interesting. And when I just when I think I'm tired of it, they find a new way of approaching something. Mm-hmm. Star Wars so far is just like what you said. The they close, aren't it's rehashing. They're nope. rehashing, and then they show a Star Destroyer. They show something that makes you think, oh, this is kind of like the scene from Empire Strikes Back, or this is kind of this. I think Rogue One showed There's more of no, it than anything they've done so far. As far as well, and I think Rogue One and in, 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 uh, Last Jedi are my two favorites. Right. But if I'm talking about Force Awakens and now Solo, I'm not on board. Rogue One was successful because a, I mean, it didn't have any characters as the main characters that you knew. Like it was a new, innovative, fresh idea. Even though it was a prequel to Episode Four, but you know, it told a story that we all wanted to, but to, you know what? to see. There is you know, great I, stories to be told about Han Solo. But see, and I, but I think you have a brave, a braver palette for that. Oh, you want something different? I think a lot of Star Wars fans don't, because you know what? The Last Jedi brought us a very different Luke Skywalker, and it pissed everybody off. It pissed everybody off. But uh, for me, the because, best part of that movie was failure Luke Skywalker because of what it kind of said about a generation and the but connotations this, of having this older man. But I think, major, I think just, with Solo, you're going to... I think you'll like it. And I'm not saying, by the way, it's a terrible movie. But I it's am... It's got a 71% but, but it, on RT. I mean, but, that's not bad. What do we say about sevens on our, on our sheet? You know, it's, it's a movie. But it's just a movie. And it's nothing... Yeah. They could have done so much better in so many ways that I can just point to and just say why'd you do that so why'd you do that that's we're gonna, stupid we're gonna have a star wars episode uh after <laughs> probably lot. after yeah. ant-man and wasp uh, after every mcu movie that comes out we're probably going to do an mcu episode i can imagine yeah or, or, in every star wars movie assuming there's more <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's the They're death hell it's yeah. a joke <laughs> I actually have the most hope for the guys that do uh, Game of Thrones doing their own trilogy. That yeah. the, if anyone's going to innovate, it'll probably be them. And right now, Kathleen Kennedy, you need to get your act together. Period. That's all I can say. Come on, JJ. <laughs> I, and I don't have faith that fucking JJ is going to be the one to wow me. Either. He's put out like a lot of great movies. What is it about his work that makes you so skeptical? He doesn't like, like his name, JJ. Clover, Cloverfield was good, and I like JJ Abrams. Good. You think it's JJ's? I like JJ Abrams, but he's not the guy to take Star Wars in a new direction. Fuck no. Yeah. Hell no. He's the main, you know he's he a mainstream popcorn guy. He's, very well does a I very good job. At I that. think he's the perfect guy to wrap up this initial trilogy, though. But this this is crap. What we're getting, guys. We'll well, you go just into said that. half of what they've released you've liked, so most of it is not crap. Okay, but the potential for even the ones I liked, like Rogue One, which is probably my favorite at this point, even over Last I, Jedi. Last Jedi, I think, is my favorite. And I, I flip flop with those two. I said la- I said Last Jedi last time. I don't know which Last I like Jedi is but one of my favorites. So like if I was ranking them, I'd probably go Empire and Pos- and. and Possibly that. As far as what I'm enjoying watching, I I loved Last Jedi a lot. As far as Star Wars goes, I liked Last Jedi. I liked everything. I liked the the, the, the fight with her and him in the throne room. The the interaction with Snoke. The the I got a clearer idea of kind of what they were going for with Sir. I just the whole pa- Luke. But oh, it, it's not Marvel. I is love it. It it's it's the best thing they've done with Star Wars so far. Okay, but Star Wars so far is playing it safe, but and at they're the looking. Same time, they are looking. You don't see Star Wars graphic novels and comic books. They're looking to the past my, too much. I, I just like I like Marvel more. Star Wars is looking to the past too much, and like they aren't innovating. I, they're not. Like I said before, I think they're still rebuilding trust with their older fans that didn't like the prequels. 
they're they're trying to to build that reputation back up for Star Wars. And like I said, I have hope that newer movies after Episode Nine will fulfill that potential. Yeah, that I, we think think episode, I think Episode Nine is going to knock. I have, I, mean, I have faith that the last. I think it's going to be great. I'm going to. I think it's going to be great as well. But I'm saying they have the potential after that to do something new fuck and fresh. This, fuck all this. And I want to say, see. I want to see Quentin Tarantino's blow us Star away. Trek movie. Blow us away. I think Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> okay, Star Trek we'll leave it. Better. We'll leave it there because I could, we Star could Wars. keep going Star Wars for two hours. Star Wars can suck a dick. So yeah, Downton Abbey. So Abby. that was our Downton Abbey episode. <laughs> How glorious and wonderful was our Downton Abbey? Completely, Downton Abbey didn't talk about one other thing. Stayed on task. <laughs> Mr. Buttertree, would you go get the butler? He needs to clean up Mimsy's little bumsy boo. So stay tuned after the episode because I'm going to throw in an old old clip that we recorded while playing Civilization Five. It was me, Evan, and Lindsay. And uh, and his his cousin Adam and uh, Adam asked this question, you know, or he no, he said uh, the Queen Queen Elizabeth had a had a, a like, speech prepared a speech for prepared a nuclear for a nuclear like Holocaust type situation. Yeah. So I'm just I'm gonna put that right there. I'm gonna preface what it is and uh, stay tuned after the music and listen. That's gonna be great. It, it makes me laugh every time I listen to it. So classic. enjoy that. It's a classic. It's classic. It's up on my SoundCloud. It's been there for years. Toodles. <laughs> So, this was Downton Abbey. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We talked about a lot. And fuck Solo. (laughs) No, don't fuck. Fuck it! (laughs) We will see you in... That's a good note to end on. No, no, no. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Fuck Solo! (laughs) Fuckers. Queen Elizabeth had a speech written in case like nuclear war happened back in the 80s. And she did what? Like like if nuclear war, like if like that happened, Queen Elizabeth, like they had a speech. Like it was re- you know, like ready to go. Oh, for so, her. Oh, God. Yeah, like yeah, the this is it. Speech. We feel very ill that things are going so poorly. For the people caught in the blast of the bomb. <laughs> obviously, obviously, my useless. <laughs>
family has been kept quite safe. So, never fear. We will be here to sit amongst you in much nicer chairs at sporting events.